laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. Take it away, Ladybird. You want to know how I got these scars? I. I quit. I quit. <laughs> Everybody wants to party with Aretha because I'm sexy and chubby, man. I have s such doubts. Sweet <laughs> All right, movie time, episode twenty-three with uh, Anjanari. Uh, this is what Thursday. Uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, but uh, this will be coming out Thursday morning. Uh, that's when you'll be listening to it. Um, we don't have a partner for this episode that we want to that we want to talk about, but this is our time to say if you know anybody, if you are somebody who's got like a small business or you know, a side hobby where you're trying to make some extra cash or whatever it is, an organization, um, hit us up on uh, social media, either our public or private, um, and then we can talk more about some promotions. Um, but today we have the Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix review and our top five most hated male actors. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess let's get right into it. Uh, we'll obviously do our five through one and then our honorable mentions, All Ariana. Right. I'm going, and this this is a person who could I could change my mind on him. Like, meaning you might like him. I wouldn't say I would like him, but I would say he might not be the worst. But this is, oh, Chris Evans is my number five. <laughs> Chris Evans? Yeah. He's bothered me in his role as Captain America for so long. Oh, I love Chris Evans. His acting in that is so painful. It's. I mean, it's a superhero movie, though. I know, but like, what has he ever done that's really that redeeming? He's pretty good in Knives Out. That's what I mean. I've seen one, but I don't know though. It still wasn't really. But he's just that a very likable guy. I'm outside not talking of about likability. Yeah, you talking are. About... Yes, we are talking about likability. That's why it's the most. It's the top. Five I mean, most but I'm not actors. saying like, oh, he seems nice. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I don't want to watch him on the screen. I don't. If someone's like, oh, the lead actor's Chris Evans, I literally have no interest. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Where if the if the lead actor was Chris Evans, I would be like, oh, I want to see it. But like, <laughs> I still like him. As All a right, person. we'll put an asterisk on that. But he he's someone who's bothered me for a while, so he's my number five. All right, my number five is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds thinks he's fucking. Oh, sorry. Yes, that's correct. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. My number five is Ryan Reynolds. He's really fucking annoying. He thinks he's funnier than he actually is on social media. In uh just movie his his humor just doesn't do it for me the only role i really liked him in is definitely maybe the rom-com but i i just don't like him i never seen deadpool i don't want to see deadpool because of him yeah also like super fans of deadpool are kind of weird people they're um, in so no. <laughs> no they're <laughs> don't not come for us please. um yeah <laughs> If the, the, the deadpool stands get a hold of this um deadpool stands rise <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds. I don't like him. Uh, all right, this one you're gonna be mad about, but my number four is Al Pacino. <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I think that's stupid. Don't get me wrong, but like, I'm not like a huge Al Pacino guy. Where <laughs> He's I'm like, not that good. Like, we recently watched a movie with him. Okay, well, we get um, the Hangman. 
<laughs> yeah. And it was it was a bad movie. It was awful. It was bad writing, so it wasn't yeah. all him, but I've just he's always bugged me, so he's my number four. That's I mean, that's tough. Like he's like I know he's Hollywood, he's Hollywood, Hollywood royalty. royalty, but I have little regard for the royalty of Hollywood, as you'll see on my honorable mentions. So Okay. Uh my number four is Jeremy Renner. Uh, <laughs> I almost forgot who he was for a Hawkeye, second. Hawkeye, I mean, he sucks. Like, he's the worst Avenger easily. He was also in, like, the only bad Bourne movie. Um, what was he in that we all thought? There was a period in time where we all thought he was going to be good. The Hurt Locker? Maybe it was Hurt Locker. I saw Hurt Locker. He was not exceptional in the Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I'm thinking of that. There was something else, maybe. Yeah, there was some. What did there 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 was something where everyone was like, "Oh, he's he's going to be." A he's good also like kind of a psycho. Thing. I think he like recently had some sort of. I think he like tried to like kill his ex wife or like had like a, a threatening situation. I don't know yeah. something bad, but he's yeah he's a loser. He also created an app, like <laughs> where people would like like talk about him. I don't know. It's no, very strange. We don't want. Him. Um. Yeah. So he yeah he sucks. He's my number. I would four. have to agree with that. Okay, my number three, and this I think you'll agree with, is Ben Affleck. I consider putting him on here, but I kind of like him. He had the town. He was good in the town. I've never seen the town. He had Gone Girl. Yeah. But he was just playing himself. What about Good Will Hunting? That's... What about Chasing Amy? Chasing Amy? I've never seen Chasing Amy. I like Chasing Amy. It's good. Good Will Hunting, again, it's a fine movie. It's a good movie. Um, I'm not going to think about Ben Affleck in Good Will Hunting. I'm thinking of Ben Affleck now, the sad sack Batman with his bad back tattoo. The only redeeming <laughs> thing is that he's dating Anna oh, Darmus. She's so good looking. So Ben Affleck, he, no, I don't need to see you anymore. All right. My number three is Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> um, I, yeah, he's kind of the <laughs> I hate Mark Wahlberg. He's Not only is he an asshole in real life, he basically like tried to like, I think he like blinded didn't he kill a vietnamese guy yeah i was gonna say i think he's a piece of shit he's He's definitely a a racist he's also like not a good actor and he he's a patriots fan hate that too he also left the super bowl with his kid uh during the patriots comeback which means he's a fucking loser fan he's not a he's a fairweather fan um and his accents his boston accent's terrible um yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg. I hate him. He's is just he a asshole. The one who like posted on his social media his daily routine. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> like I get up at like five. Four. Yeah, he's like, he's like <laughs> I get up at three a.m. Workout, eat breakfast, then another workout, then I drink like four gallons of water, then I go shoot, <laughs> and then yeah. I work out again. He's yeah. joyless. Yeah. Um, my number two is Jared Leto. He I, probably I shouldn't even be on this on list here. because he's so nothing. But he's so annoying i don't think he's yeah he's too nothing for me he's not hateable yet i don't think i had as many and maybe i'm just forgetting people but like there weren't that many people i looked up I a list really... of a thousand popular actors i just scrolled through it okay. and then when i saw I somebody have done hated... that because i i kind of was some of them are just like are they worth remarking upon but yeah jared leto is universally known as like an asshole and i can't believe they're making another joker movie with him so. yeah he is he's so because he was so obsessed with the Joker like he wants to be like a, he's a, a famous Joker actor. but like he's never gonna be <laughs> yeah. yeah he's never gonna be it um you might like f- contest these final two but my two number two is Jimmy Fallon he's not he's an actor he's been in movies I know what movie has he been in uh, he Fever himself? Pitch no okay Jimmy Fallon is he's very been in movies hateable. Taxi I know I have his I... fake laugh. He was great. Like in the beginning, everyone was like, "Oh, I love Jimmy Fallon," but then it got so old. His fake laugh at everything, his stupid games, his musical impressions where he can only do the same three people, and he tries to like 
rival the like guests the the celebrities who are amazing singers and he like sings with them no jimmy fallon sucks he's yeah he's the worst and i know a lot of people will. but i'll say this pre-talk show jimmy fallon i would not have put him on this list well he's the talk he's on the talk show that's what we know yeah i know but i'm like if you were to ask me what my thoughts were on jimmy fallon before the talk show i said i like him but he's ruined it and now this isn't a reveal if you've been a listener of the podcast for a while. My number one hated actor is Army Hammer. Now, there's a lot of reasons why I hate Army Hammer. He looks like a foot. I think he's good looking. <laughs> no. No, he's not good looking. Army Army stands sound off in the comments. Um, <laughs> he always looks like he's perpetually 45. <laughs> um, he has have an old. Yeah, he's old looking. He's got a weird social media presence. He's a bad actor. He has no charisma whatsoever. And uh, he just must be stopped at all costs. So, um, I've got uh, James Corden for my number one. What? That's <laughs> he's, so off base. He's been in movies. Into to the hate woods. him that much is really He's so weird fucking to me. annoying. He just... He tried to be Jimmy Fallon. Like, he he got the talk show, and then he does all the little games. Would you like to have a sing-off, bloke? It's literally not what he sounds like at all. <laughs> Would you like a sing-off? Get in the car, a lip sync, and You're harmonize. You're doing a completely different <laughs> British accent than the one he I, I fucking hate him. Um, he can't sing that well, but... You just want to shit on him because you think he's a bad singer. Yeah, he is. A, he's not bad. He's definitely above average, but like, stop. He's like a Zoe Deschanel who might make an appearance in a later list. Like, he's like, he's like her when he's like, you have to insert your singing and everything when you're not like, you're not fucking Whitney Houston. Stop what singing. What about Begin Again? See, oh. We like him in Begin Again. <laughs> but that was before he had. That the was talk before show. anything. That I think was the talk anything. show ruined I mean, he's you. a Tony winner. So, I mean, that's like, you know, okay. that's prestigious. Okay, so that seems contradictory to what you're saying of him being a bad singer, but. All right, whatever. Uh, honorable mentions? Everyone's going to hate me for this, but I put Robert De Niro on no! honorable mentions. No. No. I don't like Robert De Niro. I've said this many times. I don't like him. I don't want to see him. I'm tired of him. You fucking suck. Um, <laughs> I've got I've got a number of... Uh, I put James Franco question mark. I think James... Oh, yeah. James yeah, Franco's sucks. definitely... I mean, he's definitely like an assaulter and also he's, just not that he, great. His fucking face is so annoying and squinty all the yeah, time. Yeah, we all pretended like we don't know that he hit on a 17-year-old when he was mm. 35. Yeah. I haven't forgotten. Um, Ryan Reynolds is on mine. I put Sylvester Stallone no. on there. <laughs> Oh my God! It's subjective. I don't care. Kevin Costner. <laughs> I don't hate that. I mean, I like I like Kevin Costner, but he's not like outrageous. It's a weird. He's a really weird one to not <laughs> well, like. Someone though. just t- told me that, like when they were, I was talking to them about this, and they said Kevin Costner. I thought that's accurate. Yeah. What? He's kind of the worst. Name a role that you What's don't. What's the want? one bad? Isn't there a where's a coach? Isn't he a coach in one of those? No, I don't think so. Oh no, I don't know. I swear. You know what? Maybe I'm thinking of. You might be thinking of somebody else. Who's the guy that looks like Kevin Costner? Um, it doesn't matter. Josh. Wait. No. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a similar looking guy. He's a he coach he's of a coach. what? Of what sport? Football, maybe? It's like where there's racial tensions. Oh, remember the Titans? No, oh, no. Not. Glory Road. You don't <laughs> yeah. like him in Glory Road? What's his name? Josh. Um, look look up Glory Road. Wait, look Josh Lucas. Josh Lucas. I like Josh Lucas. <laughs> I conflated him with Kevin Costner. Um. Tim Allen. Oh, yeah, Tim Allen. <laughs> Ed Helms. 
Oh yeah, yeah, but he's he's barely. <laughs> but he's in movies. The yeah, Hangover. He's in, yeah, he's uh, Ashton Kutcher. True, <laughs> true. Jay Burrishell. You probably don't know who that is. Jay. The, you know the movie The End of the World with all like the, all the cast: James Franco, Seth Rogen, Danny yeah. McBride. He's like the main character with the annoying shrieky voice, who's like a part of that crew but not famous at all. Huh. I don't know. He's just very annoying. I, I would have to. F- I don't know who that is. Uh, I think. That is it for my honorable mentions. Yeah. Everyone, just leave me alone. If you don't agree with Robert <laughs> De Niro, I don't care. Um, all right. So we're going to move on to the Order of the Phoenix review. This is a good one. This is a movie that, like, watch, watching again, it definitely is going to be high up in my rankings. It's a good movie because it feels like the least maybe Harry Potter-ish in a way. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's kind of, like, dramatic. It's very dramatic. Yeah, there are some dramatic moments. Um, so opening scene, uh, they're in like a field in, in Muggletown. Uh, Dudley and his friends are harassing Harry. Uh, they get chased by Dementors and then Harry saves. Well, D- Dudley and Harry get chased by Dementors and Harry saves uh, Dudley and himself with a Patronus charm. Any uh, any comments on the opening scene? Well, obviously Dudley's a little his shit. His fashion. Um, he's hot now though. He's in the Queen's Gambit. I heard. As a yeah. Ma- as a main his uh, his fashion and his friend's fashion is ridiculous. Yeah. The cruise fashion. He's got the early the long 2000s. gym shorts, but it's like not. Oh, I guess it's late nineties in there in there. Oh time, yeah, right? but it doesn't really look late nineties either. The clothing is unplaceable in these yeah. movies, actually. Voldemort in a hoodie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually really like the cinematography of when they're running. Yeah, I like that too. That was yeah. cool. The shots in here, they had some good shots. Yeah, they um, had some good dramatic. Yeah, he's like, moments. "Where's your mom? She dead." I like how he's <laughs> gay shaming Harry. He's like, "Is Cedric your boyfriend?" Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, maybe he true. is. He's hot as hell. Um, yeah, I liked how like the whole scene turned very dark. Like when the I thought that was cool when the Dementors came. Um, but the Dementor chokes you. Oh yeah, so like they yeah they chase him into like this alleyway, and, like the vendors start choking. Like, do they have limbs? They don't have limbs. I don't think they're supposed to. Ch- Why is everyone in this wizarding in these movies? They always choke someone out or they punch them. It's like you're a fucking magical being. You don't need to yeah, choke. Yeah, I I just thought it was very yeah it was very strange. Um, so yeah, the Miss Fig, who is the neighbor of uh of Harry and the Dursleys, we don't they don't talk about him at all her at all in the movies, but they mention her. A decent amount in the first few books um, as as the neighbor. Uh, she comes. She ends up being a squib. So, like, Harry always thought she was just a muggle, but she's a squib. Uh, so that means she is born in the magical world. She has two magical parents, but has no magical abilities. Filch. Argus Filch <laughs> well, is, is a squib as well. Who thought of that? I mean, I know J.K. Rowling squib. thought of squib, but mm-hmm. it's, like, such an unpleasant word. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. Squib. You're a squib. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're a squib. Um, so then uh, Miss Fig ends up uh, kind of showing up and, and helping them back to uh, Harry's house or the Dursley's house. The Dursley's want to kick him out because Dudley's all like fucked up from the Dementors. And they get a letter from the ministry, a howler kind of, that Harry's in trouble for using the Patronus charm in front of uh, a muggle, Dudley. And then the Order of the Phoenix comes to rescue Harry and we're introduced to Tonks for the first time. Um but I the one of the book scenes that I sucks that they that they um kept out was when Dumbledore writes the Howler to Aunt Petunia saying like remember my last Petunia oh I forgot about yeah, that where like they're about to kick her out and then Petunia's like wait he stays uh they yeah they took that out um what do we got on I the scene? just don't 
they introduce so many new characters so quickly. They and do. They all Tonks, Kingsley Shackleball. know Harry and Harry knows them. Well, in the books, I mean, in the books, they yeah. don't. But, but you'd be yeah. like, who the fuck are these people? Again, the only one you really know is Mad-Eye. And wouldn't Harry have PTSD from being around Mad-Eye? Like, I would. Oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, Professor Moody. Like, no, like not even skipping a beat. He's like, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. Um, <laughs> so then they take they take him uh, on brooms to Grimwald Place, uh, which is Sirius's childhood home, and it's now the headquarters of the Order. They're introduced to Creature, um, and then Harry hasn't gotten any letters from Rom and Hermione, who are already at Grimwald Place because Dumbledore told them not to. Any thoughts on Grimwald Place? I mean. Well, the one thing I wanted to say is Tonks is iconic. And I like Tonks Game of Thrones a lot. Also. Oh yeah, she is the wildling the companion wildling woman, yeah. companion of Bran and Rickon. Yeah, yeah. Rickon. Um, Creature is the creepiest, and his he name is, is a, Creature. He's a <laughs> he's a racist himself. <laughs> uh, well, their form of racism, which is like yeah. blood purity. <laughs> um. I'm tired of watching Hermione give an exaggerated hug every movie. She runs and she's out of breath. She's like, she does it every movie. <sighs> we're so Harry. <laughs> also, nice polo shirt, Hermione. Um, yeah. You know who? <laughs> I was going to say, Miss Weasley is like the most comforting character of all time. Like, she's just so yeah, motherly. Every single time she's like, Harry, my dear. She comes and gives him a big hug. Um, she's like, let's get him some food. Um yeah, and I did write, why is Hermione always so out of breath greeting Harry? She's always, Yeah, she's gotten... It, this movie, I found her way more tolerable than the previous yeah. ones because I was really getting annoyed with her when I was doing the rewatches, mm-hmm. but she's that was mo- mostly the only annoying moment from her. Yeah, and in the books, Harry, in this book, Harry is extremely Emo. angsty. Yeah. He has some some moments, but like it's way worse in the books, but he's like already pissed at Her- Ron and Hermione for yeah. leaving him out of everything. Um, so there's a dinner scene with Sirius, Sirius uh, Lupin, basically like a bunch of Order members. Uh, the Ministry and the Daily Prophet are making Harry out to be a liar about Voldemort returning, and uh, Voldemort is building up his army again and is after some sort of weapon. Uh, nothing really to talk about there. It's just Other than when they overhear the conversation and, and Sirius calls Snape Snivellus, I'm like, are you five? We love Snivellus, though. I know, but I just thought he's like, "Shut up, Snivellus, greasy Snivel." That gets later, and 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 well, that's because Snape said maybe Potter will grow up to be a felon, just like his godfather. <laughs> I'm like, wow, Snivellus, greasy. Um, so then, uh, so Dumbledore convinced the Ministry to let Harry have a hearing about the uh, improper use of magic. So Arthur is taking um, Harry to the Ministry for his trial, Mister Weasley. Uh, what do we have, what do we think about the ministry? This is the first time we see the ministry in the movies. Um, I thought it was cool. I yeah, like the I flu was... powder, like a bunch of the different like. Yeah, I think uh, the building of the ministry is cool. Obviously, Dumbledore's so hateable in this movie because he fucks up every single thing. Um, he doesn't really fuck it he's up. He's ice cold, but he does though. He's like, oh, I tried to distance myself. Well, yeah, from I mean, you. he's he's uh, yeah. Um, but like, uh, I like the scale of the ministry. Later, it's your like the later scene with the fight between Voldemort and Harry. Yeah, like you see how well, big really the cool room the is. Ending, yeah. yeah. Um, so then uh, Harry has his hearing regarding his use of magic in front of Dudley. Dumbledore comes in to defend him, kind of last minute, and he brings in Mrs. Fig as a witness. Uh, Harry gets cleared, and Dumbledore ignores Harry as he's like trying to like get his attention. Anything uh, from Just the so hearing? We meet Umbridge, and she's yes. probably one of the most perfectly cast I, characters most in this entire perfect series. Cast, great execution. Um, I also like the actress who plays Miss Fig. 
I don't know why. I just think she's <laughs> she funny. She was unremarkable. Um, for me. Yeah, I just like how uh, Dumbledore is like saying his name, and he's like Wolfric Brian mm-hmm. Dumbledore. I don't know why he's got the last. He's getting more energetic with each passing movie. I think four is more energetic for him. Maybe because he has more. Has, he has more screen he's... time. I can't <laughs> wait till Half Blood Prince when we get to that. <laughs> when, there's a part in this movie where like people are crowded around him, and he's like, "Don't you have any studying you to do?" do think it's I... like, "Whoa, man, well, you need to relax." He's just showing. It's just showing that Umbridge was getting under his skin. True. Um, yeah. So she is a toad, though. She does look like a toad, Umbridge. Mm-hmm. Like they said, that, that's like her her uh, big characteristics in the books is that she looks like a toad, and it and it it shows. So then there we get to uh, King's Cross Station. Uh, Sirius, <laughs> Sirius turns into a dog, like his dog form. And the CGI was like very bad on the dog. Um, but he wants, basically just wants to accompany Harry, um, it, you know, see him off. He gives him like a, a photo of the Order of the Phoenix. Like, um, he's dead. Mm, he's dead. He's tortured <laughs> beyond repair. Uh, he's dead. Um, anything. I mean, there's not really much to talk about on the, the train. Yeah. I, honestly, I would say in, for this, for most of this movie, I would say it's like one of the le- like. There's not much to make fun of in this movie. I would say compared to the other ones, uh, not really. No, yeah, it's it's more well made. Yeah, I guess. it's more. Yeah, there's not like I a ton I didn't of things have that a lot, I. I didn't have a ton of comments. On yeah, this. I didn't have a ton of comments other than like, oh, I like that. But yeah. no, I mean, other than the Voldemort in the suit. Part. Yes, yes. So so I love when Voldemort's in plain clothes in this movie. It happens like three to four times. Um, yeah, like Harry has a nightmare on the train of Voldemort like standing in a suit on the yeah. platform. It's just hilarious. Um, so he gets on the train and we're introduced to Luna Lovegood for the first time. A lot of new characters in this movie. Yeah. Um, and the undead horses, which we later find out they're called Thestrals. Uh, they drive the carriages. What? Oh, nothing. I'm just okay. reading my notes. Um, the uh, they drive the carriages. Uh, Harry and Luna can see them, but no one else can. We don't really know that, know why at this point. Um, do we like Luna in these movies? I love Luna. Tell me, don't I don't hate, hate her. Luna. It's just like sometimes she's kind of annoying. Um, then we get to the opening fee scene. Hagrid's on temporary leave. Uh, Professor Dumbridge, uh, Dumbridge, <laughs> Professor Umbridge announces the defense against the dark arts teacher, and interrupts Dumbledore to give her own speech. Um, her little noises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she yeah she's got she basically gives this grand speech saying that the, that the ministry wants to interfere. The ministry is interfering at Hogwarts. <laughs> hey, Hermione, just like I had the revelation that Umbridge is Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> she's a text. What is it called? A textualist. She's a traditionalist. Yeah. Um, Emma Watson. I just I just wrote. I now think Emma Watson really sucks. Like, she's not good. She's really not good in these movies. Like we were bamboozled, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, we. She. Yeah. People like wanted her for like big Oscar roles after these fucking movies. She's fizzled out. She sucks. Did you notice there was one moment when Dumbledore was announcing that who was it like Professor, Professor Grubbly Plank, Plank was take Plank, Plank yeah was taking Hagrid's place and he just claps for a second. <laughs> And no, no one else claps. No one else. <laughs> like Nobody the Snape, I always play. watch it. Whenever there's a scene and Snape's in it, I literally always look at him and I don't watch it. Oh, no, I don't I don't pay attention. Uh, so then we get the common room scene. Seamus Finnegan freaks out because he believes the ministry's, um, you know, his li- he believes the ministry's lies about Harry. There's a lot of tension. Harry, go- Harry and <laughs> Harry's him go at each other. Harry's calling his Harry's mom like, dumb. Your mom's a fucking ass, dumbass. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> then Ron goes, Seamus was bang out of order. Um, finally ron is a normal person in this movie 
yeah, not an asshole. Yeah, and then Harry's also still very angsty, mm-hmm. and he continues to have nightmares about Voldemort. Uh, then we get the first defense against the dark arts class. We get introduced to the OWLs uh, exams. So these are like your qualifying exams for uh, Hogwarts students. It's basically like a determined. It's kind of like an SAT. SAT for yeah. Um, she's she's pretty much dumbing down the class umbrage that is. Uh, hindering the education because the the ministry can't use magic in class. Then Umbridge, Umbridge and Harry spar about the existence of Voldemort, and he gets detention. Any thoughts on this? Uh, Not so really. Just that they have they show the textbook, and it's like this creepy children's textbook. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, I mean, Umbridge is just an awesome casting in this in this movie. Uh, and then we get to Harry's de- uh, detention where he's got to write, I must not tell lies. And it carves it into his hand. That was always hard for me to read and like I watch. Watching it's it. gross. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. He's using his own blood to fucking write the, uh, the lines. It's uh, pretty disgusting. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Harry is exceedingly angsty with Ron and Hermione. They notice his like scars on his hands and he just says he's not going to report to Dumbledore because he doesn't want to give Umbridge the satisfaction. Then we've got the, the kind of short scene with Luna. Uh, we learned that the undead horses are called Thestrals. Mm-hmm. And they can only be seen by those who have seen death. She's seen her mother die, and obviously Harry's seen Cedric die. I mean, anything really there? Not really, no, just more yeah. Luna. I, li- yeah. I like Luna, so. Yeah, and then we've got a nice quick fight here, McGonagall and Umbridge uh, fight, and Umbridge starts the educational decrees. Mm. She becomes the High Inquisitor, she starts observing teachers, tries to fire Umbridge, but Dumbledore, uh, tries to fire, excuse me, uh, Trelawney, but Dumbledore stops it. This is kind of like a montage. So it's like, yeah. she's, she's observing Snape and he's I hilarious. The, um, the Snape part where she's basically grilling him about never being able to be a defense against a dark arts teacher <laughs> and Ron's laughing. He smacks him on the head <laughs> with a book so savagely. Obviously. <laughs> I love him so much. He's so good. Um, and then she also like measures Flitwick while he's... Uh, I know. Um, I was like, that's inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Trelawney, every single time they watch her, uh, basically she's just like fucking up her class. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Then I think, yeah, like the ultimate scene of that montage is Umbridge tries to fire Trelawney and kick her out of the grounds. Mm-hmm. Basically, Dumbledore intervenes and is like, hey, you can fire her, but we can keep her on the castle. Yeah. Because you don't have those I wouldn't powers mind yet. that, just not teaching and just, Hell living, yeah, in just living in Hogwarts. Hell yeah, just living in Hogwarts. That'd be sick. Does she have to live in the tower, though? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where her quarters are. So then Sirius interrupts with uh, there's like a, a common room <laughs> scene, but this they changed it. They, they changed, changed it so his head is in the flames, yeah. not in the fucking creepy ass. But it looked kind of worse with it, the transparent because it head wasn't a flames. full face. Yeah. yeah, it was very strange. Uh, he basically tells Harry that the, uh, that the Ministry doesn't want them prepared in combat because they think that Dumbledore is preparing an army, uh, and the things aren't really going well with the Order uh, at at this point. Hermione has a comment in this scene where she goes. He's really out there, isn't he? Like meeting Voldemort. Like mm-hmm. no shit. It's like a movie and a half. Like he liter- yeah. and literally he killed Cedric. <laughs> the he's really out there, movie. isn't he? Yeah, Sirius is not giving good advice when he's in the fire. He basically just like Harry, you better watch out. You're but alone. That's what he does. Every single every yeah. single fireside chat is just him going like, um, you're on your own. Don't trust <laughs> don't trust your friends. Yeah, don't Keep trust anybody. Head. I can't help you. <laughs> Bye. Um so then there's a, a suggestion of Harry teaching defense against the dark arts. We go to Hogsmeade. There's a meeting to have uh, Harry as the teacher of defense of the uh, dark arts, basically helping kids defend themselves since they can't. Um, 
since they can't I was reading one of my notes uh since they can't defend themselves I just wrote they start sucking Harry's cock like okay <laughs> because they do they're like oh remember the time that he killed the basilisk what about when he fought off a hundred dementors I literally hate every person in this movie because they're so fucking hot and cold and like first they're like we don't fucking believe you mate you're a bloke yeah. and then they're like oh that's actually he's amazing he fought off a hundred yeah. dementors you know who I kind of hate Dean Thomas what? Okay, I was just gonna say Dean Thomas makes himself known in this movie. Yeah, he made with dumbass lines. He grows to be a hot. He's fucking guy, tall Alfred as Enoch. hell. Yeah, he's yeah. Hot. Um, and there's that one creepy motherfucker in the crowd who's like, "Oh, can you tell me more about Dickory's death?" Yeah, yeah. Like they're all just these random people being like, "Oh, tell me more, Potter." Um, Cho Chang also has some bad style. Just, I can't ugh, Cho Chang in this movie. It's like they annoying. don't play it up enough to make it even important. They just do a kiss scene, and I don't care about this at all. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of she in the book. Like I'm gonna say it a thousand times, but in the books, it's just yeah, it's just better. It's, like the relationship the between book, them yeah. is more built up, and there's more more to talk about. So they're trying to find a room to practice uh, defense against the dark arts. Neville finds the room. Uh, the room of requirement. It basically only appears when someone needs it and it's equipped however the seeker wants it. So we've got like a long practice montage. And also it coincides with Umbridge questioning uh, students and forming the inquisitorial squad. What do we think about the uh, the practice montage? I thought it was, I mean, I, I like the, like watching them do the spells in any movie. Yeah, me too. But yeah, I just, I don't, I just enjoyed it. Um, the only thing I th- was thinking is like, if you could make this room, whatever you want, I feel like it could have been bigger. It could have been better. Like you just, yeah, that, that always seemed like a flawed concept because whenever you think about it, you're like, but what does that even really mean? Like if you look for it, then it's, but, I think you have to like walk past it three times. Yeah. Too. But also if the thing you were looking for was somebody in the room, shouldn't it <laughs> yield? I guess you probably I can't. I don't know. Uh, and also, what is the distinction between when they can wear uniforms and when they can wear muggle clothes? Because it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, maybe you can just walk around the halls with wearing whatever they want. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the only little kid, Nigel? Yeah, what the, about him? I just don't like him. They're like throwing him around <laughs> yeah. and he's like he's like the the comic he's relief. Comic relief. Uh there's also a part where like Filch gets boils on his Ugh, face and it squirts onto the camera. The ca- <laughs> yeah, that was really unnecessary. Is, yeah, what the yeah. Fuck? I didn't like that. Uh Cho's flirting with uh with Harry during this montage. Ginny still sucks. I mean, she has a couple lines. She is, is. I forgot that she was in this movie, and then when I saw her pale face hovering behind <laughs> Harry, I remembered that she's in fact she just, in this movie. She just butts her way into the crew. Um, still hate her. And then Cho and Harry smooch uh, underneath the miss or the mistletoe. Yeah. Um, that's. I hate the conversation after where Ron doesn't understand complicated emotions. It's because you have the emotional range of a teaspoon. And then they have like a very uncomfortable laughing scene. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like, <laughs> I didn't like that whatsoever. Um, so then Harry has like the ultimate nightmare kind of thing where he's in the body of Nagini mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, bites Mr. Weasley. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. <laughs> um, he tells Dumbledore in the office and Dumbledore won't look at him. And then Harry goes, look at me. Look at me. Um, and, then they just basically save Mr. Weasley in time. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the Oculu Oculumency lesson. Oculumency, yeah. Oculumency, is that know. how you say it? I, I don't know. Oculumency, yeah. <laughs> uh, lesson with Snape. So Snape is basically supposed to teach Harry how to hide his thoughts from Voldemort. 
what do we think of this scene? That was cool. Cool. I, I really like this in the books. Like, I like their their training in the books. Yeah, it's they more have, tense. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I know that they do. They can't fit everything in these movies, but yeah. I I was always disappointed. I wanted more in like the Ministry at the end, and I wanted more with the Snape and Harry scenes. Yeah. Uh, I was just when I wrote this, I'm like Snape's easily. Well, not easily, because then I thought of Ray Ray Fiennes, but like he's basically like the number one actor in this series. He's Besides, like, Rafe. Like, Rafe might be, like, number two or 1A. But, like, or, Matt, he, I mean, Mad-Eye Moody is also very... <laughs> at least in, in Harry Potter 4, he's really giving... Yeah, it. he's good. Um, and there's also some... There's some obvious moments here and there in uh, between Ron and Hermione. Some, like, yeah. flirtations. So they're trying to definitely trying to build it up for the sixth movie in this one. Uh, so then... Then there's, like, the holidays at Grimwald's place, but nothing really happens. Like, it's just, like... Check in. Weasley's in recovery. Yeah, Weasley has like this cute little purple paper crown hat on <laughs> that I really liked. Yeah, and Sirius winks at Harry, and I was like, "You can wink at me, Gary Oldman." He looks better. He looks in this hot movie. as hell in this movie. He's got like yeah. the very curly hair, and like he's got some nice wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, we also learned that Bellatrix Lestrange is cousins with Sirius. <laughs> Ooh, I got Sirius Black. Black. Um, <laughs> so we we go back to Hogwarts. Hagrid returns. Uh, Umbridge trying to find out where he's been. Uh, Dumbledore sent Hagrid to join the the to get the uh, giants to join the uh, the good cause, basically, mm-hmm. like to join the good side instead of the bad side. He's hurt, but we don't know why. Uh, any thoughts on this? I mean, I, I got another books, another comparison to the books. They did it all. It was really cool when Hagrid comes back and he's telling the story about him and Madame Maxine, like going oh, to yeah. go to get the giants. It was very like long and drawn out, and it was really cool to to hear about this was just you know like hey we're going to see the giants didn't even mention adam maxine like yeah whatever. i just like hagrid i was glad he was back yeah he's barely in this movie like this is probably his least when this movie was probably most evident when they said that Draco only has like 37 oh, yeah. minutes of screen time he is in this he's movie really maybe a it. minute like yeah. total i feel like Lu- lucius is in it more than he is <laughs> he is in it um so then we have uh the Death Eater breakout scene. So Bellatrix <laughs> Lestrange and a bunch of other uh, Death Eaters get released from Azkaban. We were ba- basically briefly introduced to Helena Bonham Carter. I guess she's probably like number one C as like best actress in the series. Yeah, too. I mean, she's really... And Lucius, too. He's out there. Lucius. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I always take Lucius. Um, she's also... They also show a picture of her in the newspapers screaming in chains. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just seems to be screaming in chains. And, like, meanwhile, basically, Minister Fudge is blaming all these, like, weird occurrences on Sirius Black, mm-hmm. like, being escaped, which obviously is not true. Uh, then we've got Patronus Charm practice. Not anything, just, you know, everyone's yeah, got, like, their different fun, animals. Guess, yeah, but they seem to really nail it very quickly. Yeah, it's, like, the hardest. Like, in the beginning, they're like, oh, my God, Harry can produce a fucking full-fledged Patronus? Oh, I could do it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's just whatever. And then, finally, Umbridge breaks into the Room of Requirement, which, I mean, this basically happens identical to the books. But, like, wouldn't... If it's a magical room, that's what I... how could you break into it? Yeah, then why didn't they just do that in the beginning, explode it? I don't know. That's, That's like, what I, I mean. It's like the, the the world doesn't make sense. Yeah, and Cho Chang rats them out. Is this before or after Neville is looking at the pictures, though? What of pictures? Of his parents? Oh. I think it's... It's at, after, I okay, think. Okay, I, I just wanted to that. know, didn't he say in, in um, the fourth movie no. that it was... 
No, they don't. He in the fourth movie, we just know he's affected by the Cruciatus curse. No, we don't but know why. wasn't there? Someone made a comment like it was uh, Barty Crouch Jr. who tortured. I swear to God. Oh no, they do. Yeah, we reveal we revealed that, but we but don't hear him Bellatrix say it. Bellatrix is the one who. No, Barty Crouch like was assisted in it. He assisted in it, but he oh. didn't. It was Bellatrix okay. too. Okay, I was like, um, is there a discrepancy? But also, they change it from how we find out in the in the book. In the book, we find out because the whole family's visiting oh, Mr. Yeah. Weasley in the uh, St. Mungo's Hospital. <laughs> St. Mungo's. St. Mungo's. We name. also see Gildroy Lockhart. And uh, and then we see Her- uh, Neville's parents. Oh, Neville's parents. Yeah. Yeah. So they just kind of like put that in as a filler. So uh, then the minister wants to take away Dumbledore. Mm-hmm. He uh, he lies and says that he created the army or uh, Harry's you know clan, and then he escapes. Uh, yeah. Fudge has tiny baby hands. <laughs> Also, His hands are very small. So Percy's in the room. And remember how big of a thing yeah. that was in the book? Like, you just don't explain that Percy's holding up Harry and, like, a, he's a corporate shill. Yeah. And in the bo- in the books, the, uh, Harry is literally, or the Weasleys and Percy are, like, are not speaking yeah. because they fucking hate him. Uh, so Dumbledore escapes and Umbridge is the new headmaster. Filch also like tortures the paintings. He's taking the paintings off the wall. He like he like shakes <laughs> them around. The paintings. <laughs> he shuffles them around in there. Harry was very aggressive to Cho though. He was just like he hated her. Well, because she ratted him out. I guess, but she's been going through a lot, so I don't know. She's um sad because Cedric's dead, but she feels guilty for kissing Harry, but she likes Harry. <laughs> she has a lot of emotions. Yeah. It's nuanced. Um, and then we get introduced to Hagrid's half-giant <laughs> brother, Grop. And Hagrid wants them to take care of him because he thinks that if since Umbridge is uh, headmaster, he's probably going to be gone. He's really disturbing looking. I was going to say, you have some similarities. <laughs> Fuck you. He is disgusting. What's wrong with Grop? Just really He's uncomfortable to look at. He's I don't know. He's a half giant. I don't half... like the CGI on him. I think, I, there was like a factoid that was appearing on Amazon about the how expensive it was. It was like one of the most expensive things they did to make him. <laughs> they did not spend their money Guap. wisely. Guap. Guap. <laughs> Hermione, Glop, Hermy. Um, like I don't know. I feel like the Basilisk looks fucking better than Grop. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we've got a. I think it's the second Occlumency lesson. Stape is just getting into every one of Harry's. <laughs> I think I know what you're gonna say. When he says feeling something. When he's when he's in the when mirror, Vera said. <laughs> He just pops up behind them. It's so funny. That's so good. Um, and then and then Harry fights back, and he gets into Snape's memories. Snevel is greasy. Snevel is greasy. So basically, he finds out that like his dad truly was kind of a piece of and shit. And they had like a whole thing in the yeah. Okay. In, in the book, they had some more. Which I still more in detail. Wish they would have gone in more in detail. Yeah, it, it's just tough because it's already so fucking long. So after that, Fred and George escape. So Fred and George are like, all right, we're done being at fucking Hogwarts. So they cause a huge ruckus uh, while they're taking their exams. Fireworks everywhere. Uh, and they leave Hogwarts. I mean, anything there? It was pretty Not cool. Not really. I like the scene. Thankfully, yeah, Fred and George were less... Uh, In unison, this unison movie. They really movie, were. Yeah. It was much better. Then Harry has a vision that Voldemort is torturing Sirius. Pretty cool. I don't know. Like, cool scene yeah it always makes me so frustrated because i know that they were gonna kill Sirius no matter what but i'm like don't go yeah and, yeah. and i think like like i said I, gary oldman grows on me as serious in this movie yeah even though he's a little too old whatever he just grow. he does a good job 
so then Umbridge interrogates Harry uh, about uh, I don't know what he's what is he interrogating Harry about? She want, the secret weapon or whatever. Oh yeah, the secret weapon. Yeah, and he tries to send Snape a message. Padfoot at the place where it's hidden. Padfoot, and then Snape's like, "What the fuck?" But doesn't he actually? He does actually say something, someone? but like yeah. he does a good job of pretending uh, that. He doesn't know. What he he's doesn't know. About. And then I think Umbridge threatens him with the Cruciatus curse. Yeah. Uh, this is when Hermione basically lures Harry and Hermione lure Umbridge into the woods, saying he had the, like the weapons in the woods, and she gets attacked by the centaurs and drop. <laughs> the centaurs do CrossFit. They're jacked. <laughs> they are hell. jacked out of their fucking minds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't like say anything in this movie. Like in the movie, they, in the books, they say something. They're just like. <gasps> <laughs> they just, like a fucking, <laughs> just, attack her, they just yeah. fire arrows at her. Uh, yeah, and she just gets carried away. And, well, Harry serves the hell out of her. He goes, I must not tell yeah. lies. She's like, tell him I mean no harm. She's like, I must not tell lies. So satisfying. Yeah. Uh, so then we got the Ministry attack scene. Big scene. Mm-hmm. Harry and the crew use Thestrals to fly to the Ministry to save Sirius. They go to the Department of Mysteries, and they find Harry's prophecy in the department. I think it's like the Hall of Prophecies, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Um, very creative. Yeah, I liked the. Well, we, we'll get to it in a second. Um, so yeah, the the prophecy basically it's Trelawney telling the prophecy in the ball, and she it just based the the end goal is Harry or Voldemort has to die. Like one of them's gonna kill the other. Which you would imagine was kind of true. Yeah, you knew already. that. Was like you happen. knew that dumb that Voldemort wants to kill Harry, and that Harry probably wants to kill Voldemort. Yeah, and so. Voldemort wants it just to like want it like it's not like a really a weapon it's just like so well he, i think he's still kind of figuring out like what the horror, that he's the last that horror maybe crux, he's trying to maybe? figure out yeah put together that harry's the last horcrux i think yeah i i gotta i guess i gotta read the book again because i don't remember exactly why it's so important that he gets that yeah i think maybe he just wants to hear it again i don't oh, know wasn't there a thing of like it was either neville or harry yeah yeah or both of them were born on the same day yeah. and all basically he chose the fate of whoever it was because he just went to one of their houses. So it could have been, could have been uh, Neville. Yeah. Uh, which would have been weird. So then we've got the Death Eaters greet the crew. Lucius, mm-hmm. Bellatrix. New outfits. New outfit. Weird like metal, metal masks. Metal masks. No more KKK hat, No more thankfully. KKK. They, they have like a new identity in every movie. Yeah, they really do. So then we got a nice fight. Big fan of this fight scene, baby. Like, yeah, this is, good this, shit. This scene, all these scenes in the in the ministry are real good. This is like the best fighting scenes I think we've had throughout the Probably, series. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Hall of Prophecies is like huge in scale. Uh, Lucius and Bellatrix are a dynamic duo just in general. Um just pieces of shit. Bellatrix wants to have sex with Voldemort so Oh badly. my God. That's literally the plot of the fucking uh, Cursed Child play. Remember uh, yeah. we read that? Ugh, the worst they had a kid. Book ever. The worst book yeah, ever. Yeah, really bad. Okay, there's no way Voldemort can inseminate someone. He can't someone. fuck anybody. He's <laughs> sterile as Don't hell. And he's also not straight. Like, he's not interested <laughs> in women. I think he's asexual. He's Well, he's, he likes a snake, but... Yeah, he fucks a snake. Um <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> Voldemort doesn't fuck. Um, so then the Order of the Phoenix comes and saves the day. We see the weird veil, like in this weird room, like this big ass room that Harry can hear voices from, but nobody else can. Or Luna can, but nobody else can. Um, I mean, it's pretty sick. Again, another cool fight scene. The dual fight scene with like Harry and Sirius next yeah. to each other fighting. Um, uh, Lucius and some other random guy. The fact guy. that Sirius punches Lucius yeah, he's again. Like, Get away from my god godson. Punches yeah. him in the face instead of like using his wand. But yeah. it's kind of cool anyway. Yeah. The I mean it's the scene gets the the juices flowing. Uh the soundtrack 
<laughs> like <laughs> sad juices? No, it gets the juices flowing. Like until that part. Oh, okay. Um, the. <laughs> I was like, that's a weird. The phrase. cool part is like the the soundtrack like fades out for like ten seconds before Bellatrix kills Sirius. Like mm-hmm. it, where all you hear is just like the sounds of the spells, and then. Sirius like bests some foe, mm-hmm. and then Belchix just fucking kills him. <sighs> Devastating. Yeah, terrible. Uh, and then she like runs away, <laughs> and Harry chases her. I killed Sirius Black. I <laughs> killed Sirius Black. Um, and then Harry like uses the Cruciatus curse on her like once, and it's yeah. like it's a pussy ass Cruciatus curse. <laughs> <laughs> and then Voldemort just shows up. And then, of course, Dumbledore shows up. Then we got the epic yeah, Dumbledore Voldemort. This has to be Voldemort. one of the most epic fight scenes ever. Yeah. Basically, they just do some grand-ass um, spells. Like, mm-hmm. Voldemort like has like this massive snake. Fire uh, snake. Fire snake. Then <laughs> Dumbledore traps Voldemort in like, this giant <laughs> in water a ball. ball. Of water. Uh, and then... Voldemort just goes, yeah, he screams and all the glass breaks and he like tries to kill Harry and Dumbledore with the glass. And then he like possesses uh, Harry. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. And it was also very cheesy. It's probably like my least favorite part. Yeah. He's like, I have friends. You don't have <laughs> friends. Um, and he's like twitching out. And this is where you see Voldemort in like... <laughs> In the sweatshirt. sweatshirt. And basically, he's just like having all these visions of like Voldemort in his clothes. Well, because he's like infiltrating his consciousness. Yeah, he's infiltrating his his head. Dreams and his memories. And uh, then it floods with like memories of his friends and his godfather and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mean, anything about that? Uh, Just that I liked that the. The fight scene was silent. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah I, <laughs> Voldemort has very weird arm and hand movements with his wand. Like he yeah. clutches it like a pedo. He does. He does. The scale of the scene is really cool. It's just huge. Like the, yeah. the, the scale of the room is very evident in the scene. Uh, and that Harry randomly just keeps trying to get up and like, I don't know, watch better. And Dumbledore's like, get back. Yeah. Yeah. Dumbass. Dumbledore's like, okay, like you can't fight him. Like you're literally going to die. Yeah. Um, and the, and after that, Dumbledore kind of explains why he was distancing himself. They well, leave. They leave the ministry. Everyone obviously. see. Yeah. The. Oh every, yeah. Sorry. All the, sorry. All yeah. Fudge comes in and mm-hmm. all the uh, ministry people. Yeah. So they see that that Voldemort's back and he just he's about to yeah. kill Harry. And then since he's which kind of makes no sense. Like, couldn't he just kill Harry and then all he, his problems he are solved? Done. He could have killed him any number of times. Yeah, I know. I, but then the thing is, is that. Well. Yeah, I guess he could have just killed him there. Well, and it would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. He never does, though. He, he always wants does. to just, like, mess around. Mm-hmm. So then they leave the ministry. Everything's fine. Um, Dumbledore explains why he was distancing himself because of Voldemort's connection. This scene was so, so intense in the, the book. book. They're like, Harry's, like, throwing shit around in the fucking office and everything. Uh, but it's really just kind of a very silent and, like, solemn scene. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. The only thing is I want to say, well, you notice that Percy is behind Fudge casually when they discover Voldemort in the ministry. So, again, he's just a corporate shit. Yeah, he's there, but we don't really know why he's there. Um, And then, like, they, they make the ending of this movie so upbeat. Yeah. And it's uh, inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, yeah, it's, it's a weird ending uh, yeah. for the movie. Uh, but this one was good. Uh, yeah, I like this one. But like I said, there wasn't really, I didn't, like, necessarily have that much to say about it, no. I guess. I yeah. liked watching it and I liked the fight scene, but yeah. Yeah, it's not too much like to criticize. Yeah. 
what um anything else about this i don't think just so. that i really noticed again like the color scheme of this movie was super gray and yeah. cool toned mm-hmm. and i don't know just that just stuck out to me a lot yeah it was uh, it had a different feel uh to it i'm excited for half-blood prince because i haven't seen it in a yeah while. i think ha- well half-blood prince is another some people sort of, don't like it i don't think it's I, definitely I don't know back I, up in quirkiness like yeah it's, it's a it <laughs> there's is. a lot of moments in that that are yeah. funny <laughs> so i'm excited that'll be uh, next thursday uh so that'll conclude the episode for this week thanks everyone for listening uh remember to rate and review us on apple Podcasts. subscribe on all your uh preferred uh streaming platforms we're probably on there uh interact with those interact with us on social media um, and we will talk to you on monday thanks everyone bye